there when there was the, the change of the designers? Or Welcome to Designing Hollywood. Today we have wonderful, wonderful guest with us. Very talented guy. Very talented. And Mona May, Hi. my wonderful co-host. <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be a fun one today because you, this, this guy is behind the scenes, but he makes everything we go see. He's got his hands in there. Yeah, he starts. I mean, I, I was looking for the list. I had it before. I don't know what I did with it. It's a huge list. Every single one, you, you just get, you're right out there. So what I wanted to ask you that I'm really curious, how do you wind up coming up with, does the designer or the studio say, this is what we want, and you have to fulfill that? Or do you go by the script the, the way it is, and the people, the, the characters. And you come up with it, or you're told? I just want to say hi, Philip Boutet. It's so nice to have you here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Thank you just very so, much. So lovely to have you. I mean, we've known each other for so long. This is so great. And, you know, to see your career just, just jumping to this level amazing? is just incredible. You know, it's really... He's so damn it's talented. He's so talented and, uh, you know, such a great support to us designers. And I think the collaboration as an illustrator, you know, I think is so important. Uh, in the process for us, you know, when we yeah. design films, to have somebody at the side that it's really, you know, really can read your brain and be there and, you know, kind of visualize the things. I don't think that uh, most audience who watch films really understand, you know, your role as illustrator, what a big role that is in really creating and conceptualizing the costumes, you know, and it's on all levels, you know, we sometimes think it's only the big ones and the superheroes, but really on very mm -hmm. regular clothes levels too, <clears throat> what you can conceptualize for us uh, to help to sell it, to help to, you know, really get approval from people. So the role of illustrators, it's quite huge, you know, in our department. I think um, it's been, um, thank you, by the way. Yeah. I, I enjoy my job a lot. I think that the, the process of costume illustration is something that kind of goes, un and it's unseen, but it is definitely a part of the, 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 the spirit of the collaborative process and also the beginning I always look at it as the first strike that the costume designer has to show mm -hmm. what the ideas are. Yeah. I mean, it's really important because yeah, you have, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. first chance to sell an yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, and so often, you know, work with... And even get feedback. And get feedback. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know, yeah, when I start, I'm brought onto the project usually pretty early, like right when the costume designer is starting. Um, I get to read the script, um, oftentimes, or an outline. Um, there's also... A, a, uh, character boards um, that are presented where the designer has looked at like who they think this person is and gives a general impression of who they are. So that could be, you know, modern art. It can be photographs. It can be textures, whatever it is that gives, you know, the spirit of who that person is. That's already been discussed with the director. That's been and, you know, yes. so it's, it's, it's but, kind of, yeah. Approved. Yeah, but then he conceptualizes it. Visually, I'm he pulling, takes it yes, and he totally... Yes, yes. I'm trying to pull all of those things together. So it's like, right. uh, it, it usually I'm given a brief. Like I would say in art, in art direction terms, costume designer gives me a brief of like, here's what I'm thinking for this person. And then it's my job to get inside of their head and flesh that out. 
So I think that the key thing is, is fleshing it out. I also do my own research. I oftentimes will give things back. Uh, so if someone like Mona gave me, you know, she said, I really want this character. She's dressed in all yellow and she's got overalls on. That might spark something in my head to say like, oh, I remember seeing this really cool African print that might be fun in yellow. So then I'll give her pictures back. Like we just keep going yeah, back and forth. Yeah. And I really try to play with that um, because I do work with so many different people. I, I, it's good for me to communicate, to be able to figure out how to, you know, move forward. Well, if you don't know by now, <laughs> with all the experience, pre presentations after presentation, because it's also psychological, you have to really pull a wavelength to get the to get out of the person. So many times people are afraid to say what they really would like to do mm -hmm. because they're afraid it's wrong. Right. But someone like you, they you could talk. They it could can talk be even to intuitive. You. I think yeah. almost like intuitive. You know, I you know I find that that it, what I love you know when I work with illustrators too, it's like even the way that the crocky, which is the sketch just of the person of the body, is made. You know, an expression of that and how do you dress that? So mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. me, you know, in most of my work, it, it's you know either a comedy or something that that you need more than just a regular pose. So giving that expression, I think what you guys can do for us, giving the expression of the character, just how it's posed, beyond before even you get, get them dressed, it's such an important part too, you know, because I feel like it, it gives that energy, mm -hmm. kind of what you're talking about, the psychology of the... Yeah the character who they are you know they kind of slump down mm -hmm. or they kind of happy or their arms is in a you know in a way or the leg is kicked out or um i i, I think it's such an interesting thing the yeah. psychological You're part right. of like how yeah. do you get that information on the page it's really really hard it's really a vibe and i think ultimately it what you what yeah. you want or at least what i look for or what i what i want when i start a character is to try to visualize what those things are um, even beforehand. So it's like, I think, um, I'm constantly mean, even beforehand. Like, so I, I often, before I draw anything can okay. see something in my head. Like I want to have a general direction to go. So like, if it's really important to know who the character is, because then I can say, Oh, this person's really timid or shy. Yeah. So then I yes. know that I want their body posture posture to present that. I also know that when this image goes in front of the director, you can also inspire them as well to see the character in a way that they might not have seen it before. Right, right. Um, and I think give that it gives them clues, clues yes, into yes, who the person yes. is. I so yeah. I like all the little details, but I also like the fact that you're trying to sell to them kind of in a way it's, it's the costume designer's idea, but then you're also giving and influencing your idea on top of an idea that they had as well. So it's their first chance to see that come to, like a lot of the times you have a to vision. come to life. You yeah. have a real vision. So it's like you want to see it. I want to, I want to put the vision down on yeah. paper. Yeah. Which is amazing. You know, which is amazing. Yeah. You want to be able to see it. And I think that ultimately that's something that I need to know too, because it also makes the work come out better. Sure. Like oftentimes when I get stuck, it's because I feel like I'm either um, not learning or I'm not, um, I feel like in order to get out of feeling stuck, I have to learn more. I have to know more mm -hmm. about the mm -hmm. character and more about mm -hmm. why they'd wear something or who they are. Mm -hmm. And once I know those pieces, then it's really, it becomes easier right. to really put right. something out. And it's funny, we talked about you it on another it. podcast with you. It's like educating the directors too, you know, oh, yeah. so much that I, I think that, you know, fashion or, or costume is just mystery. So really having something visually, seeing mm -hmm. it, you know, drawn on a piece of paper, it's huge because yeah. they 
really go like, oh, my God. You know, I mean, when we talk about A-line skirt, they're like, what? Mm-hmm. But when you, you know, draw something, yeah. they can go, oh, no, this is not the way or this is perfectly the way or whatever that is. I think the communication, it just becomes so much clearer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that, you know, once as a designer, I showed that to a director. It's like, oh, what I get back, the information based on what I'm showing is huge. It, 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 you know, it's like leaps and bounds. That I, you know, yeah, like I under- simulated something. And also understanding, because they, I think, you know, clothing is very difficult to oh, really God. understand. Mm-hmm. And I think drawing is like the clearest way to, to, besides just cut out, you know, beautiful collages, which they kind of glaze over and, you know, it all seems great. But when it's on the body of an actor, actually, that, you know, and a lot of times when you guys put the face of an actor on a sketch, it's huge. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, yes, I get it. Yeah. 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 That's why... Uh, I don't know if you you know Lois Siarma. Do you know who she is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I I would always bring her in to do facial recognition in the because in the yeah because my people they either thought too much of themselves to come in they had it down <laughs> mm-hmm. or they're overly stimulated mm-hmm. about the character you know but you you then present them with the sketch and the idea of it. I do collages sometimes to bring the personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, it all depends. But um, you're amazing because you're doing, you're doing otherworldly things and you're bringing it into this world. Mm-hmm. So it's like regular. You yeah. know? Yeah. It's like these yeah. people that come from some planet. Well, I think um, I'll tell a story about that actually because I learned really early on. So each designer, I kind of pick something or I kind of like I'm like a sponge. I try to absorb something either aspirational or something that I can learn. Um, I worked with um, very early on. I got the opportunity to work with Michael Kaplan, mm. um, who I love. Mm-hmm. Um, super talented. Super person, talented yeah. and nicest person and just really, really knowledgeable and very artistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes quiet, um, mm-hmm. has a great sense of humor, but mm-hmm. often... Uh, quiet. He he's a thinker. Like mm-hmm. so, I constantly feel like he's thinking about something. Um, and what I learned from him very early on, when you're talking about bringing stuff from different worlds, mm-hmm. like these fantastical, you know, superhero films or people in space yeah. or wherever, it all still has to be grounded and come from somewhere historical. Um, so I worked with Michael on Star Trek, and there was something that he uh, he taught me in that film that I still carry to me with me to this day, which was we were working on, uh, uh, Spock's mother. So, uh, so Leonard Nimoy's character, Spock, his mother, who was played by Winona Ryder. It was played by (laughs) Winona Ryder. So, uh, he wanted to do this weird, it was like this shelf, a shelf that sat at the collarbone and kind of came down and covered the bus line so that it became a little bit more androgynous. And I asked him, I was like, so we were trying to figure out the, the drawing and we're trying to, I was like, what do you, what do you have in your head? And he's like, I just want some kind of aesthetically kind of more alien shape. And I asked him why. And so then he sat me down and he said, well, you know, it was me and another illustrator, Brian Valenzuela. Um, and he sat us down and he said, so the history of, you know, women's clothing or like, you know, throughout history, women's clothing or the shapes of women's clothing is always or has been somewhat to an aesthetic for the male gaze, like for men looking at women right. and what they find attractive. So he said that, you know, so he's like, you have, you know, bustles and, you know, uh, right. crinoline cages and all those things for like bigger hips or butts or like, you know, all of those things. 
And so he was talking about accentuating the female form. So he said, I want to change the silhouette of Vulcan women to try to figure out what Vulcan men find attractive. And because Vulcans value knowledge, he thought that that shelf would delineate and make it more like it's not about, you know, breasts. It's not about any of that stuff. It's a collarbone, a long neck, and it holds their most precious possession, which is their head, which holds (laughs) their brain. Right. Cool. That blew my mind. Great. That and that's something that because he took something and he he took something so functional and so uh, real and then conceptualized it into something otherworldly. So whenever I think about trying to do costume in a way of that's conceptual, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that I remember is that mm-hmm. everything comes from something. Mm-hmm. And yeah. even if you're trying to expand out, you have to know the rules first and then you can break them. Yeah. Right. But that's something that I carried with me just specifically from him. And I think that I do that with everyone. I try yes. to find something. Nice. And this is from Michael. That's from Michael Kaplan. Right. That's so interesting. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think authenticity is so important. You know, I think that's, we all strive that, I think, in the costume design, you know, because that's what people can understand and, you know, maybe emulate or or really kind of, what what is that? You know, if it's, I mean, Clueless was so interesting when you took these high school girls and you had to bring all the high fashion but mm-hmm. if they were like just in high fashion with you know wearing these crazy outfits with you know stilettos they wouldn't be high school girls mm-hmm. so it's like how do you you know you always have to kind of find a translation and how to bring it into the environment and that and then plus i think the the other thing is when you're making stuff especially i think in the future how do you as an illustrator make that functional because I think there's a lot of stuff out there and I've done my share of kind of futuristic stuff you know you know the knowledge because it's so great to draw and have beautiful drawings of something that it's quite fantastical Mm -hmm. but then you have to make it you know Mm -hmm. the arm has to move they have to jump from building all that stuff has to happen you know it can't crack so I think it's that knowledge as an illustrator is so yeah. important too. You the, know? the hardest balance we have, especially now, because we're doing all these fantastical things and we're also working with a lot of technology. So now we're working in 3D and we're mm-hmm. digitally, you know, printing things and growing things yeah. and all of that. The hardest part that I find, especially when you're going back and forth between conceptual design and then like trying to do it is balancing your conceptual brain with your functional brain. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the hardest part is, is that it's like beauty. It's yeah. A beauty. It's what's beauty, but yeah. it's also yeah. just, there is a part of conceptualizing something that you just need to be open and free and it yes. doesn't make sense. Yes. So at first it's like, if I'm doing some, you know, alien armor, there's a part of it where I just want to let my mind fly and let it do something cool. Like look at the beetle yeah, and their and then, shell or something. And or, not or worry see, about like how's animal. it going to move. It's just yes. like that looks cool. Cool. And then so I've learned that in some instances, like if I'm doing like let's say it's a, a tactical cat suit or something, mm-hmm. um, that has to be functional. But it also has to look cool. So there's a part of me where I'll be doing both of those at the nice. same time. Yeah, and nice. I'm thinking about like harnesses and stunts and nice. all that other stuff. I've seen some of your your – your uh, cat suits. Which is yeah. that that thing. Yeah. But then there's the other side of me that says, I really want that shoulder to be cool. And I'm just going to draw this shape. Even though I don't know if it'll work, mm-hmm. I need it to look mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, the balance, at least a lot for a lot of us as costume illustrators, is knowing that it's going to end up on an actual person is we're constantly riding that line between functionality, which is top priority, and, and then and then yes. artistry. Yes. And it's it's just yeah. a really yeah. hard balance. And you learn a lot of that from it the designers as well. Hard, yeah. 
because each right and yeah. each one is, has but has so different artists. Interesting because because um, what if a designer doesn't have the background to you know and they 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 come up. I see a lot of people coming up and getting jobs mm -hmm. and doing whatever, hiring the right people to help them. Mm -hmm. But they don't really have the background and they don't. It doesn't matter. I think, honestly, I feel like our job is a supportive one. That's a part of our job. Yeah. If, if, if in any way possible I can help fill in the blanks there, I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. So it's like I also try to provide... In, at least in terms of knowing that designer schedules are really busy, timelines are shortened. They're yes. doing a lot. Okay. They're it's like literally, yeah. I look at the costume designer. They are the art director of the entire costume department. Yeah. So they have to go from point A to point B to point C, point yeah. B every single day. Mm -hmm. It's like fabric people, uh, cutter fitter, Adria Dyer, like all these different people. And then director meetings, producers, you know, budget. Budget. Uh, budget. <laughs> budget. 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 Yeah. Budget. Budgets, you know. So, so yeah. all of that, all of those things go into it and so the last thing that i want especially for my designer is to, is to feel like we're also stuck in a place where it's like i'm sorry like there's certain parts like some things are easier to design than others but if you're doing a spacesuit or something super functional i don't want my designer to feel like you know what like i have to sit here and figure all of this out like that's what i'm there for i'm there for support so i take in as much as i can and then i try to provide things but also too to a certain extent we are constantly learning so it's yeah. like there's a lot of technology and i don't expect everyone to know that it's like you don't need to yeah. it's just as long as we're collaborating and working right. together that's what i'm there for it's and supportive it's, yeah and it's i think it's so much fun this kind of collaboration you mm -hmm. know i love it i mean i just did some superheroes uh last year and it was such a great collaboration mm -hmm. with the illustrator and then you have the people who are actually you know making the mm -hmm. costume and really teaching me too you know how can you printed or how can you know what mm -hmm. will work what will not crack in a in a heat whatever that is so it's always kind of revolving and moving uh, i i mean that's what's really fun i think you know it's just co constantly learning it's a yeah, constant and from each other you know i think from each oh, other yeah, yeah definitely yeah definitely but when you're doing a project mm -hmm. but you know most of the things right now are super you know mental wonderful out there kind of things less and less is kind of real, you know, of real life. And uh, it's interesting because a couple of times I've done the, the Fantastical, mm -hmm. and it was great. That was really great. But the hardest thing I do is the real. Yes. It's so difficult when mm -hmm. you don't have that uniform or you don't have, you don't belong to that particular thing like, that's what I found with doing character yes. with young people, giving them what would be their interest at this type of person. Yes. So I was very successful in the contemporary because I never used what was on the nose, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. ever. Right. Always waited because I knew that in a year from now, fashion... So important, yeah. Yes. That's so not going to be yeah. fashion. Correct. Yeah. You know, so we better... So anyway, I really was a, you know, problem solver in that sense. And then having to deal with actors that aren't going to put on a crazy uniform mm -hmm. and aren't going to have a costume. <laughs> Too hot. But, uh -huh. yeah, but they have what to say. <laughs> I don't like that color. I don't, you know, <laughs> we start. Right, right. And that is really hard. That's probably one of the more difficult ones as well, especially because everyone has to remember, too, even when you do these fantastical movies, 
for a lot of it, especially superheroes, there's a whole other side of the movie where people are just dressed in regular clothes. Yeah. So even your superheroes, if they're in their super their identity or whatever it is, you have to figure out like how would you know Captain America dress if he's going to the grocery store? Like, there's all of that, and I think that the part yeah. that you're talking about in that is even the contemporary side. That part is always often harder. Because you really have to know who that person is to dress them. Like, why would That's they get up and wear that? The psychology. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 Why would why why would you get up or and then that to me also too is the the, the that oftentimes is the most fun part. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Is breaking down the character to you know them so well you're like oh she'd never wear that or right, oh right. he never that's you know he who, wouldn't put that that's on why I mean I like just... once upon a time you know I mean the open shirt and the, you know yeah. on Brad Pitt it's just what a great thing so it's like just yes. really small detail and I have to compl- that was Ariane Phillips again. yes fabulous um, Ariane is amazing I've learned so much from her um, yeah, I think you said that you've worked is, with yeah, her for so I've long I've worked with her pretty you, much you, from you. the very beginning of my career so cool um, and I think that she's really good at what you're talking about which is the thing that I value the most about Ari is that she always seems to find the character with a little bit of edge, meaning that mm-hmm. she will make something that's super fashionable, right. really cool, but doesn't overtake them to where you're looking at it. Yes. Right. It's just so enough. Important. Oh my it's God. just enough it to make so the character them, themselves. Um, but she always finds the core root of that person. And so I've learned a lot about character from watching her figure these things out. She's amazing. Yeah. And sexy. You know, I love yeah. it too. It's, it's sexy. It's fun. It's, it's, it's interesting. It yeah. is. I yeah. feel like her choices. I, I often feel like she, she'll look at something. She'll say, this person needs to wear denim. And then she'll go through all these different things. But what she ends up picking is probably the best possible option out of what you could have picked within that parameter. Oh, yeah. Um, So she kind of pairs down and then she tries to balance things out. Um, And then her design, her design aesthetic is just very, to me, it's very strong. She always kind of, she will, she knows when to step forward and then she knows when to really step back and let Mm. the character kind of do the work. She also does this thing where she looks at the character and she figures out who's cast. And then she plays the costume, pushes it forward or backward, depending on how she thinks that the person that's acting it will react. So she's like, if you have someone like Brad Pitt, it's Brad Pitt. So then she knows to a certain extent you can pull back because he's going to put something into it. Um, So she's constantly balancing those things, too. She just like I love talking to her about costume. Specifically, just because there's always something kind of under the radar, and I learned a lot about just contemporary costume mm-hmm. from watching her because that's that is harder. Like I definitely, I know for myself, I have an aesthetic in terms of I love specialty costume, but I'm probably not the person that's going to be like, let's go do this romantic comedy with Jennifer Lopez. Like I don't know <laughs> if that's me. You know what I mean? I have interest, but I don't know right. if that's me. Yeah. Right. You know. But your the roster of. I mean, Black work. Panther, my God, yeah. please talk about that, because I just found the costume so beautiful. I just loved that it. it was modern, that it was futuristic, but it was a Black Panther. Oh, oh, yeah. It oh. was futuristic, but it was rooted in, you know, African culture mm-hmm. and then, you know, blended together. Culture. I mean, it was incredible what, what you guys did together. So, um, so Black Panther, that was Ruth Carter. Ruth Carter, so talented. I and, you know, getting an Oscar, too. <laughs> She's a true. I love Ruth. Yeah. Truth is, uh, truth. I, I call her truth. She's, she's just, she's the truth. She yeah. um, has grown to be one of my, you know, my best friends in terms of like just 
our collaboration with each other, but also just as a human being. Yes. I just really respect her. Yes. Um, Me too. Um, I think that with going forward with... And getting Oscars, I had to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. You know, getting <laughs> Very Oscar, proud I think, was Oscar. so fantastic because yeah. those movies do get overlooked. They get overlooked You know, always. I think that there's a lot of uh, stuff that it's always period that wins the Oscars, mm-hmm. you know, to have something like that that's so fresh. Mm. And, and really different, they, yeah. different, and they really understood the design, how she had to really create an invent. It's world building. World building, you know, yeah. it's incredible. And and I'm, I was so proud for her to win for she's actually brilliant. that movie, yeah. but for that particular movie because she's done a lot of incredible films, a lot mm-hmm. of period films. Uh, but this particular one, I was just so happy that that it actually won. That it it finally we are she seeing built some culture. Yeah, completely built the culture. Always, I laugh. I laugh about Ruth because Ruth has been she's been working really hard for a long time, right? Yes. But I also laugh because she's done major, oh, like, major, big films, yes, big big films, and it feels like Black Panther is the one where it was like it was almost like all of the pieces came together to where everyone went back and also looked at how many films she's done and what films she's done. Because for the longest time, I always laughed with this, like a term, we called her black famous, which is like black people knew because it's Mm -hmm. like we watch all of the films that she's done Mm -hmm. growing up, like Mm -hmm. from the very beginning all the way until now. So she's done with Spike Lee, Lee, all that collaboration alone. So it's like seeing that work and then going from she's designed all she's designed are heroes. She's designed, you know, it, she and 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 real world heroes, and you know, yes. and like and told yes. all these stories and told about our history. And then when we got to Black Panther, now she's pushing it forward into this like superhero oh, place, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like it just encompassed a, a really beautiful career. Um, and I, I had wanted like it's a, it's a woven, it's like know, all it's, woven it's, together. It's yeah. And I, I think that when I first started, I had looked her up. I really wanted to work with her. We didn't work together until much later in my career, which actually I was actually happy for because then I had this I felt like I had the skill set to be able to deliver more to contribute Um, and um, working with her on that was really great because of the history and the knowledge meaning I had never it was a full circle moment for me I had never um, I think with Africa specifically you grow up kind of Africa adjacent so it's like you know we'd have Black History Month we'd learn you know little stories here and there you'd learn about things but I never felt like I knew like, I didn't know, like, I don't know that tribe. I don't know the culture. I don't know why the shapes are this way or why the colors are this way. Right. Ruth had come in with all this research because she had just done uh, the remake of Roots. So she'd been to Africa. Yeah. She had all this research. So all, all along our Black Panther walls were different tribes and, like, who they were and different and, like, what their names Beautiful. were. So we could just walk down the hallways during the day and I'd be like, hey, let me learn about the Dinka tribe or let me learn about the, yeah. the Himba yeah. tribe or whatever or the Maasai, um, Zulu. Like, oh. I learned all these different things. So then as the we're artistry. putting – The artistry. The artistry. The artistry is insane. And people just look at it. It's like everything gets kind of blanketed into tribal. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, let's mm-hmm. just put some tri- – let's throw some random body right. paint or whatever. Right. But we weren't doing that. So what I – appreciated about it was was at the very end of the project I understood like I know these are ceremonial beads and they are given Mm. to the women because of Mm. this and the color of them is because of this so it's like black for a widow red for this you know like it's all of these different things or like when you see the women with all of the beads around their neck like the big uh, like they're like beaded like or like or all of those are given to them by male suitors. And so like the more of those you have, the more beautiful you are. Oh, so it's like all so of these cool. things I learned. So cool. I love that. I love like that. more desirable, right? And so then I learned We need some. <laughs> <laughs> but you see what I'm saying is, is that yeah, I yeah. walked away yeah. from the project actually knowing things. Beautiful. Um and that was really good um 
uh, it was she, kind of a full circle moment for me. She's Fantastic. from another planet yeah. altogether. She is like just out there, but, but in the best possible way. She's a wonderful human being and yeah. as well, yeah. you know, I mean. Artist, artist, painter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but the blend of this movie to me, that's yes. what I'm so Oh, well, the blend, yes. The blend, because, you know. The the blend is incredible. The blend it's, the blend was really just trying to mix contemporary African culture, traditional African culture, and then also future. pushing it forward. Yes. So saying what would if you're in a place where Africa wasn't third world and didn't have, you know, finance like if they didn't have any of the issues that they have. Yeah. And they had complex textiles, if they had all the money in the world, they had the highest technology, what would that look yeah. like? Incredible. Clothing wise. And yeah. that was that was the challenge. She did some great stuff, really. But there's you know, so many. Things. How we, we have so many things to talk about. We have to bring him back. I mean, I, know. Oh. So I mean, seriously, no, there's just true. so many things <laughs> I would love to talk, I mean, talk more about. I mean, I want. I had a list of your films in front of me before, which just disappeared. I mean, Wrinkle in Time. There's just so oh. kind of great. <laughs> he great did kind of. He's movie, done every know. possible interesting film today. Uh, Why? Yeah. I think that one of the ones you just brought up, Wrinkle in Time. Um, I'll tell a quick story. It's unfortunate about that. About is, that didn't be, wasn't well received. It it went. It the thing about it, Wrinkle was it was. I'll tell you the story about it, which was Wrinkle and Black Panther. I worked on both of them at the same time, oh, so I was wow. going back and forth between the two. And uh, I was brought on to Wrinkle by Ava DuVernay. Um, okay. Actually, found me on Twitter. Um, oh, wow. I had posted an illustration that I did of her at the Governor's Ball. Oh, cool! Um, uh, with that was art directed by Jeffrey Kurland, costume oh. designer. So I had done an illustration of her. She wasn't there the year because she did a benefit for uh, Flint, Michigan, for their right. water. Mm-hmm. And I posted the illustration, and she saw it, and she liked it, and she followed me on Twitter. Okay. And I was really just that, and it was enough for me because I was a fan of her work oh. and stuff. And I was just like, oh, it's great. But then oh. I got a call for Disney to come in to work with her. Um, and so I worked on that. And then after I kind of finished working with, with her there, um, I went and started working on Black Panther. And the, the catch for all of that, you know, just doing the costumes, doing stuff, working with, I think, um, with, with Wrinkle, it was costume designer Paco Delgado, oh, who I love. So brilliant. Too. Um, and we had a really fun working relationship. Yes. I love him to death. Um, and I was going back and forth between Ruth and Paco and kind of working. The story there for me, which is why that was such a, a great moment, was um, I was an actor when I was younger. So I was like, I grew up, you know, Ooh. like an actor from like three until like oh. three until like sixteen, seventeen. So oh. it's like I grew up on set. Oh. So I would work. Never knew that yeah, I would work. <laughs> I would work, and I would go to set um, and um, and you know do school and all of that. And I was doing different shows and stuff like that. And the reason I stopped acting is when I became a teenager and I was going to all my auditions. Um, I started to notice a pattern, which was all of my auditions were the same type of black man, which was just, it was like, they'd be like, you've got an audition for ER. And I was like, awesome. And I knew the producers and I was super excited. And then I get there and I read my lines and they're just like, okay, you're a gang member and you get shot and run over by a car. (laughs) And then they're going to be there. They're going to help turn your life around. I was like, I don't want to, I was like, I don't know if I want to play that guy. And then, and then they'd be like, okay, now you got an audition. It's a show called New York Undercover. And I was like, awesome. And then they're just like, okay, you're a gang member and you still rob a liquor store. And then, yeah, so it was the same. And it's like, those are people too. So it's like, it's not like I was against playing a role that was outside of myself, but I very much so wanted to say, I kind of wanted to say, where's the guy that is like me, like has both parents, 
you know, straight A student is going to college. Like, where's that guy? Like, I want to see at least that guy represented once. And I wasn't seeing it. So I got angry. I said, you know what? I'm going to stop acting for a while and I'm going to try and go behind the scenes. Now, the only other thing I ever did that I really enjoyed was drawing. So I said, maybe yeah. I'll go and I'll draw and I'll, you know, do production design or something. I wasn't sure how I was going to combine it, but I went to school right. with that in mind. Nice. So I started production designing. I started doing big music videos. I went to Cal State Long Beach. Oh, Robin Richardson, another oh. illustrator, was oh, my right. teacher. So I went to Cal State Long Beach and I was doing that back and forth and I'm trying to like wrap this up. But basically I was production designing and I was doing and then I when I got out of school, I started doing costumes. So I was going back and forth between the two of them trying to figure out where I wanted to land. Now, when I finally got to the point when we skipped forward to doing Black Panther and A Wrinkle in Time, I felt like I was actively participating in the thing that I set out to do, which was now we have these black characters front and center positivity like we have all of these things where like i have you know my daughter she's almost 10 now but my daughter will grow up differently than i grew up definitely so that was something that for me um was a big moment it was like a full circle moment where i felt like i had achieved what i had set out to do which is that i'm working on these projects that change the narrative so that my daughter won't feel the same way that's beautiful Beautiful. I, i love that but you know there's so you we could talk to you forever yeah I just want to, where's my list? It went away. And I think what's so great, too, that you are actually participated in the change. Yes. I think that's what is so incredible, that, you you know, you being the artist and and really being able to bring these things. Yes. Visually, you know, and enhance it. It's incredible. I mean, it really, you know, what we can see now is. small list. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. There's Black Panther. Mm Mm-hmm. There's Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, mm. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Star Trek 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Oh, my God. Okay. Inception. That was an interesting. Wow, that would be I, a whole, I like we that could do film. a whole another a session whole, about that. Was Jeffrey wow. I like that. <gasps> it, was uh, a, it was an amazing experience. Uh, I'll bet. Yeah. I'll bet. <laughs> Who's the, the, the actor? The uh, Leonardo DiCaprio? Uh, it, who's the other one that worked with him? It was Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, who else? Uh, now, now I'm on the spot and I can't think of who oh, else is in okay. the movie. Um, but yeah, your list is long, darling. Your yeah, list is yeah. pretty fabulous. We, we got to get I mean, back to it because yes. we're going to run out of yes. time with this list. Okay. <laughs> okay. So from Inception, we go into X Men: Days of Future Past. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was Louise Mingenbach. Hi, Louise. Hi. <laughs> so talented, Man of Steel. Man of Steel, yep. Hunger Games, Catching Fire, Mockingjay. That was Trish Somerville and Curtin Bart. So fun. Yeah. Oh, my God. Love the costumes. Just fun I just, all like, the way around. Three Go world crazy. tours <laughs> with Madonna. Oh, my That's God. That's all amazing. Ariane. Yeah. All Ariane. An amazing experience all the way through. And also, she did... Uh, um, once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Correct. So you were brought together again. Which one of my childhood dreams was to do something with Quentin Tarantino. So that was another. Oh, but yeah, was right. like, because he's almost going to retire. Good. So I was just like, it's never going to happen. And then Ariane <laughs> gave me a call and she said, I'm doing a Quentin Tarantino movie. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. And he's the best. He's super nice. It was, nice. It was like yeah. every, every, sometimes you meet people and you're just like, you're really nervous. He was, he couldn't have been the night. He was the nicest yeah. person. You know, That's I love so when that happens sweet. because, you know, you always get like, oh, my God, don't shake their hands. Don't no. look them in the eye. And you're just kind of like, I learned so much. Yeah. But wait a minute. Oh. We're not done with him. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Where we just came off of Hunger Games, and we're now in three world tours with Madonna for Ariane mm -hmm. Phillips, Agents of Shield. With Ann Foley. Yes. Nice. One nice. of my best friends. She's nice. awesome. <laughs> good, good. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. The Greatest Showman. Ellen, oh, Ellen oh Mirajnik. Um, Such beautiful costumes. I can't say enough about Ellen. Mm. I love her to death. Mm. Personal works. Oh, and then my, just my That's personal your stuff. stuff yeah. that you, yeah. Yeah. That you enjoy doing on your, you know. Which just for me, that's like my outlet sometimes is just to kind of come up with stuff that I really enjoy. Um, but you're not necessarily getting paid for it. No, no. Just you're doing you have, your. I have to have my own. Right. My own. You, everyone has to have their own outlet. Just I something agree. outside yes. of work. Yeah. Yeah. What is it? Do you do funny stuff or what do you? I do character like, stuff fun, still. Yeah. I think that I like doing character stuff or I like to um, design. I think I think if I had. If if my ideal job for me would be to combine everything that I learned from production designing music videos and everything I've learned in costume and mix them up and direct something, so nice. I think that's that, nice. I think that I look to artists like Matthew Barney mm. um, mm -hmm. uh, or um, like Fellini. I like oh. things that like if yeah. you rich, yeah, rich 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 rich. I like the the type of artistry where if you have something to say, so say you think about a concept. I'd like to put it out visually where there's music and maybe art and right. dance and all those mm -hmm. things. And it you can visually watch it and it could be great. So like if you look at like a, uh, like the visual that Beyonce just did, the, the Black is King, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You can watch it and it's like visually it doesn't have to make sense. You're just in, enthralled by it. Yeah. But then the more you know of where they were pulling from, right. the more interesting it becomes. Right. So I like art that kind of involves the viewer where you can say something, but then if you know, like, oh, he's translating, you know, the Tulsa massacre, and he's trying to tell us, but in an artistic way. Yeah. I, I think that that's kind of where I'm headed next. Yeah. You know, I want to combine music. I want to take, you know, hip-hop and dance and all the these Jeffrey things and Curlin put them together. show that you did was kind of like that. Oh, Inception. Inception, Inception had... was just... Uh, it's it was like I read it. I think I read that script like three or four times, and then I just gave up. I never understood it. <laughs> I didn't understand Even the movie, what it's still I didn't hard, understand yes. what we were doing. And I have to give a shout out to Jeffrey Curlin because he's taught me so much as well. He's kind of mentored me. Jeffrey taught me a lot about clothing. So like when you're talking about the contemporary thing, Jeffrey taught me how to dress regular people or how to go about approaching that or the fact that he designs everything. It's like shirts, socks, shoes, yeah. underwear. Like he'll do if you let him design something, wow. he will design everything. <laughs> Um, and so that was kind of the fun process with that. And I used to tease him because I didn't know any fashion terms when I first started working with yeah. him. So he'd be like, we got to add some pin tucking. And I'd be like, you mean those wrinkles? <laughs> you know, and he'd be like, well, we're going to add a sunburst, please. And I mean, you mean those skirt wrinkles? Like, I just, so I started teasing him. Oh, my him, God. You know, or he'd be like, ombre. And I'd be like, gradient? You know? Like, yeah, that's great. That's great. That's great. That's great. He and Judiana Makovsky, they're very close friends. Yes. Oh, they're, what a What a pair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Well, you know. Yeah. Yes. It's great. You know, it's it's we we work such separate jobs in a way. You know, we don't really as a yes. costume designer, you run a department, so you don't really get to work with other designers. That's so it's fun. That's been the funnest part yeah. of my job. Is yeah. whereas designers don't get to work a lot with each other, I get to work with all of them, oh, all of them. and see all the yeah. kind of workings yeah. of their heads. I mean, yeah. I, I would love to be on the you know fly in the wall sometimes, oh, and God, the, you know, yeah. seeing how. He gets to process. be the fly. I know I do. you do, and it's like you each, actually get into the brain. Get, yeah, and I get to see little things, and like even if it's just something small. Like I worked with Colleen Atwood very early on in my career, 
and I, I wanted, I was just so enthralled. Like I wanted to ask her all these questions and I worked with her at her house. It was very, you know, intimate setting and just yes. trying to figure it out. And I was just watching her like a hawk, not so much to just be like, mm -hmm. okay, I'm going to learn, but I wanted to like, know, like she's so, uh, organized. And so like, she can just, she's going through stuff. She's designing all these things and they're really complicated. And so I, I remember one of the questions I asked her was like, do you ever worry about like something not being liked? Or, and she said, no. And I said, well, why not? And she said, because creativity is, she kind of made it more like creativity is free. And she's like, if I don't get it right on this one, I'll do something else on the next one. Right. But she doesn't let any kind of critique, she doesn't really worry about those things. And I, I learned, and she was just like, everything is just a thing, you know? She's, she's just telling me, basically, you just move forward, you design, you draw, you work on things, and you just kind of continue to, like, positively move forward, not really worrying about what people think about it, because that's how creativity works. And I just, I remember that along with her telling me that costume design happens on the form. So there's a part of that where I also realized that you can sketch so much, but oh. it, it's the final product. Like sure. the costume is the final product. Sure. And I also took that in as well. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's just kind of learning. And it's like each person gives me a little mm. bit of something, you know, that it's I can kind of say. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I rarely run into her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but when I do, she's always doing like two and three and you know projects. And the only way she can do that is by being not only super organized, but I love that she makes choices. As a designer, she thinks about something, she makes the choice, she holds to it. She's creatively um, secure. She's yeah, just secure, very creatively secure. Mm -hmm. She just makes choices. She says it's a Nehru collar, it's powder blue, maybe slightly darker blue but it's definitely blue. Like, it's not like, let's try blue, purple, red, <laughs> green. It's like, no. It's like she's got a very specific thing in That's mind, and I really appreciate great. that about her. Right. You, but I wanted to ask, do we have any uh, pictures to put up for him? For yeah. the shows? That would be great. Um, He'd love to see, yeah, because this he's so interesting. <laughs> I mean, seriously, we could have, like, I mean, three more really, sessions here. It's yeah, so great. You know yeah. what's good about him is He's neutral. He knows yeah. how to get along with everyone, yeah. no matter what he's thinking. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. This is Shuri from Black Panther. I love it. Um, her casual look, and this was the initial kind of stab where Ruth was trying to keep her young and youthful. And as the actress was cast, we ended up, it was Letitia Wright. And so this was a pullback moment where Ruth realized how Ruth was going to play Shuri. So she kept the fun of the orange vest, but toned everything else down in black. Mm -hmm. oh, and so the vest okay. is, but because she knew that if it was too playful, it'd be overdone. Yeah. Um, with all that scope was going on. Correct. Yeah. I'm, so that was kind of like yeah. a conscious choice for her to pull back. And then I think some of the people in Wakanda ended up being dressed more colorful mm -hmm. like this. But I love the blend again. I love the kind of high tech color. Yes. You know, with kind of, and then the fanny pack being almost, you could see it's like organic yeah. material. So just the combination of two. And I don't know what the vest was made of, but it could have been neoprene or something, you know. Yeah. This is from Inception with Jeffrey Curlin. Well, and you I can love see this, gorgeous. This yeah. The style change was this was more traditional. 
um, I think I actually did sketch this on paper and then I scanned it into the computer and then I scanned the fabrics as well and then I painted on top of it. Beautiful. The pattern on that. And the movement too of the material, you know, that's, it's beautiful. Yeah. This was, I think this was fun. Um, This is also, this is Leonardo DiCaprio's character Cobb from Inception um, and just trying to kind of figure out like what his clothing was going to be like. and again, I like I think you can see it. There's style choices. I switch styles a lot as well. I switch depending so on what the project so is. Yeah. I think. Um, and in then the I'll... old day, I even used different paper when it was in the yeah. day. That we had, <laughs> you know, when we sketched on paper, it was so cool. Like really getting into the te- paper and texture. And the things, texture of the know? paper. Yeah. That that was the hardest part of switching to digital. This yeah. is Juliana oh, Makovsky. So this is uh, Aisha's handmaiden from Guardian of the Galaxy. Um, and Juliana basically in this one she gave a brief which was. She liked headdresses from the 20s. She knew that they were gold, aesthetically beautiful, and she wanted them to look like columns. And then the only other reference she gave me was Klimt, which oh, is looking at Klimt. Yes. And then I asked her, I was like, what about Lalique? So we looked at Lalique, mm-hmm. we looked at Klimt, and then the the addition of the blue inside of the cloak was to break it up because she wanted to use a royal color. Mm. So she to, to symbolize royalty, royal was navy right. blue. Beautiful. And this was the design that I think ended up being in the film. Gorgeous. She's she's very talented woman too. Yes. I mean, yeah. She, she's able to express what she wants. She's a wonderful art director too. I love talking to her. We'll talk about. I honestly feel like one of the the strengths of Judiana is is when I'm at work, I don't feel like I'm at work with her. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my job, but then we often talk about like just life. Nice. And then at the end of it, I'm like, oh, I finished my work. You know, like it's kind of <laughs> nice. Um, this is back to Black Panther again. Great this is a, a Jabari just, elder. Wow. But the, the, there's a certain realis, realism about that drives me crazy. It's so good. We try to we try to get it, especially because we're working. Marvel has a, a whole department called the Visual Development Department. It's run by a guy named Ryan Minerding um, and Andy Park, um, and they have a whole team of artists there. And so you're trying to constantly match the aesthetics too, because they're doing a lot of character design work and creatures right. and you know vehicles and all these different things. So it really is a job for us to all work together to try and balance it out. And in in doing that, our artwork also has to deliver and be to the same aesthetic and quality. You know. To really, so that everybody really can see what's going on. This is a shadow and light. Oh yeah, oh, come on. yeah, beautiful. It's, it's beautiful. I That's had a quick question. They, it just gives it uh, this like uh, regal. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. I have a quick question about that because that's very interesting what mm-hmm. you just said about like having to work with Marvel Group and those yes. people and kind of because I I find that that a lot of those kind of departments in the say they they bring something you know you have sometimes you get a job and they already have certain kind of yes. you know conceptual hours yeah. done which is sometimes very beautiful but a lot of times really not practical you so know? and that's an interesting i think thing to, how do you bridge that the the bridging of it really does come down to i mean especially a lot of the guys now they're they're very um uh, more aware maybe or no things, way, or? way more aware, way more aware. Um, okay. i think they're also they're also really great designers in their own right i think mm-hmm. it's so it's like and also marvel Marvel really wants to make sure that their characters have a certain, like it's a product, right? So a certain aesthetic, they want to make sure that their characters look a certain Mm -hmm. way and feel a certain way. They want to make sure that they're like living, breathing, coming off the page and inspiring you to be Mm -hmm. like whatever that is. Mm -hmm. So there's that aesthetic. But I do think that the artists there are very um, knowledgeable. 
um, and great. also right. very much so um, um, easy to work with. I right. think that that's the right. thing. Collaborative. I'm glad that it's changing it's, because yeah. it, I think in the old days was a it was a you know we were kind of stuck with certain things that they were giving to us from it's, from companies. I so. feel like it's really collaborative, and nice. I think ultimately it's as also they the egos of different people, it sounds like they're very collaborative. No, they're very. And, I think it's. Right. Yeah, that that great. Okay, it's it's yeah. very. I think it's very collaborative, and ultimately, there's an aesthetic that everybody has to try to meet. So I think it this is. This is maybe a little different than animation too. You know, it's animation yeah, is different it's too. Different. It's another one. Yeah, yeah for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, you've learned so much. I, I mean, have by being in the position you're in. You've been fed some enormously fantastic because it's CGI. I mean, it's live action. It's, it's animation. You know, you really. Yeah. I mean, Do blending these these worlds is really, really kind well, of well. There's all these rules for each one. But yeah. to mix his own art with technology. Ah, see, this one would be a good one to do, too. This is from the Madonna Tour Rebel Heart um, with Ariane, and this was a flapper's, like, 20 sections, right? Mm -hmm. What I learned on this show was this is when I started using a program called Daz 3D. It's D-A-Z-3-D. So because I knew that I was going to have to draw Madonna, all her dancers, and do all these variations, there was no way that I was going to be – and I'm the only illustrator. So there was no way I was going to be able to do all of that effectively. Right. So I learned this technology so that I had 3D bodies that I could pose, right. which was much faster for me than I could add the dancers' faces. I could oh. add Madonna. So it was like so it's, this is the first project so it's I like used. Having a croaky. Yeah. Yes, but like I'm doing it in right. 3D. So it's the first time right. that I had that where I wasn't kind of either drawing from scratch or photoshopping oh, cool. a body together from a bunch of photos. Yeah. Um, and this is the first project that I, oh. I learned this technology specifically because I knew this was the third tour. So I knew how, how much work it was and I knew I wouldn't be able to get through it without it. I like the way. You have that the shadow down there, yeah. The light hitting. No, it's great. Do you it, do do you do use it now or? Oh, I still no. Still I, I this yeah. is with the fur. Okay, now cool. I use it all the time, nice. and now I'm using programs like ZBrush where I'm sculpting armor and sculpting things. So it's like, and then there's a program called uh, Marvelous Designer, which is like digital cutting fitting. So it's like you can oh literally. Yeah, I, create, I work in that a yeah. lot. Yeah, that's. So I'm starting yeah, to learn. Super cool. It's it's yeah. like doing alterations in in virtual world. In the know? virtual in world, really cool. World. So yeah. I can take that clothing and put it on these 3D figures and if I know how to do the flat patterns then I can create stuff out of scratch so it's like as a cutter, a cutter fitter, I think it would be interesting for them because they think so they can look so at anything. Yeah. It would yeah. be great because even before they start to cut the pattern to like, you know, do the, the test to figure it out in muslin, they could do this. They could do it digitally and be like, I would like, like this. With yeah. all like the that. proper body measurements because, and everything. Yeah. And oh, even you know, and even now, I, what I love is too that uh, in the program you can see where it doesn't fit. It actually shows you, like correct. you know, in the red areas, you know that there's too tight. Right you or to too, adjust, yes, it's pretty. You know, great. It's really, yeah, it's it has gone a f long way. Yeah. Well, we're coming. We're running out of time. We Darn. need to keep you here. <laughs> Part two. Yes, we. Uh, yes. I'm totally down to come back to do it. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> thank you. Of course. It's nice to hear. Yeah, we have yeah. such a good time here. It's such yeah. a good time. Such I love a great being time here with you guys. What do you have in the works? Yeah. What are you working on now? Right now, I actually just started. I'm working on uh, Black Panther two. Nice. So hey. we just started that. Hopefully, COVID. Oh God, will not, Ruth, is yeah. she gonna? Oh my God. Go it's, Ruth. So we're, we're she's <laughs> yep. Ruth, Ruth is starting. Um, Wonderful. Uh, Along with every, uh, she has got so much going on, you know. So I have that, and I have 
um, Matt, then they're redoing our, a new reimagining of uh, Masters of the Universe He-Man from the 80s um, with costume designer Anne Foley. So I would probably be working on that at some point as well. But that's like that's stuff that's coming up. What's that called? Masters of the Universe. Oh, the Masters He-Man. of the Universe. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, the microphone is fine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He Man. So I think that that's kind of what I have going on at the moment, along with like my own personal kind of projects. Um, so I think we'll we'll stay tuned and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I love we'll be watching. It. No, like, yeah, exactly. No, it's amazing. Yeah. All your work and and your relationship. It's not just his work. I mean, yeah. his work, is, he, it wouldn't even be as fantastic if he wasn't such a wonderful human being. That oh, everybody loves him. Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. I, I, I honestly <laughs> don't know. <laughs> no, you're terrific. I was, I was telling everyone before, wait till you meet him. Wait till you really get a feel of him. I really, I think I ultimately what I've learned in this is I really enjoy... Uh, human interaction. I enjoy people. I'm yeah. a people person for sure, but I also enjoy creative process. Yes. So no matter what it is, if it goes in the art department, costume, whatever it is, music, dance, all of it, I just really enjoy creative process and I I thrive off that energy. And I think being in the flow, you're really good with being in the flow. I mean, when we worked together recently, it was such an mm-hmm. intense uh, you know, time and you just really handle it so well. I mean, it just was like, you're just okay, we're going to do this and then we're going to change that. You know, it's really, thank you. it's such an important part because then, you know, you already know we are stressed and we are pressed. So it's like, you know, okay, let's just make this happen and, you know, here it is. Okay. I think, boom. I think growing up in film also helps too because it's like, there's a lot of things that people come to film with that I don't know. I see film. I feel, I see it as a business, but I also see it for what it is. So I really don't get wrapped up in a lot of the mm. stuff like the celebrities or like being famous or any right. of that stuff just right. because I, I've seen those things and they kind of it's ebb and flow. Um, and I also don't really have an ego about my work in terms of collaborative process, which That's I think so, is a, is a so big one. Yeah. Any ego that I have, I usually put into my own personal work or pushing my work ethic or my my pushing myself. But I definitely know. I've learned enough to know that, like, especially, you know, I, I always just want to do the best job I can do. And if that's also being supportive to someone else, I, I don't have an ego in that way where I, I try not to be in the way. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people don't know how to do that. It's mm-hmm. a very strange mm-hmm. um, thing. So I always try to say, you know what, I'm here. I'm here for you. And then, you know, in my own personal work, yeah, I'll push myself where right. I really want to well, do. You grew up in this crazy business. So yeah. you got a taste of all these different personalities from a different perspective. Yes. Then, then I mean, it's amazing. So he yeah. had a handle on yeah. how to handle. <laughs> had a handle. Always but it's ego. It's I think it's, it gets in a way so much. And I think, you know, even, I mean, from designer point mm-hmm. of view of, you know, illustrator, mm. you can't be married to that thing. Things are going to change. You know, no. if, if you love the brown, whatever, sweater, you know, the director is going to say yellow. It's just going to happen. Or, you know, it, it just, or the actor is going to walk in and say, I'm allergic to brown, you know, whatever it My is. Parents. So you just have to. My parents always just said, people are, pe- people are people. Yeah. People are people. And ultimately, you give everybody a chance as long as they treat people with respect, as long as it's, you know, a good working relationship, then that's all you really need to and know. And not taking yeah. it personally. And not taking it personally. Yeah, I you think can. it's, you know, it's yeah. just. So, yeah, ebb and flow for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I've worked on most um, testosterone films. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that <laughs> next time. <laughs> next time. For sure. <laughs> Yeah. Where will we find you? Uh, I'm on Instagram. I think my Instagram handle is at Phil, P-H-I-L underscore Boutte, B-O-U-T-T-E. 
Yes. Website? Not really Not a personal okay. website. I mean, I have one, but Instagram is okay. the best place. Great. That is the Great. best place yeah. for you. Okay. Fantastic. And you? Where are uh, we going to find you? Find me on Instagram. <laughs> popping up at It's Mona May. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you could find me as well. Yes, of course. I need to thank everybody here. Uh, yes. You guys have been, this has been great. I mean, we didn't hardly looked at anything. We just, <laughs> it's fine. It's I'm so visual. You, but you, you, you speak in pictures. I mean, you know? Beautiful. We, yeah. This is a pleasure. It's really been great. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. It's been fun. So great. I hope so. Thank this you. is thank great. You. Okay. I want to thank Eddie Marks with Ragvan Rentals. Yeah, Eddie. All thank right. you. Go, Eddie. <laughs> He's our sponsor. Ragvan is our sponsor. Fantastic. And we're very excited to do anything for Eddie Marks. We love you. We yeah. sure do. <laughs> we do. And thank you to our viewers. Yeah, yes, we're so of happy. We're so happy I want to, to thank join our in viewers and, uh, for tuning in. I hope this show was uh, exciting for you because it's this is really it's really fun. Yeah, really I love fun. Thank talks. you very much. No, it's true. You're a real creator. And Great you. to have you. Thank and you, Mona. That's what I love about her. She marches to her own, you know. <laughs> and that's important. No one she can stop so me. Yeah, yeah. I love yeah, it. Thank you. Okay, so bye. Ciao. Bye, everyone. <laughs>